Young, young Thomas. Michael. I know this about you, but I want to make for sure. You're a morning person or you're not a morning person? Well, over the years, because in my youth, I was more of a night guy. And now I'm more of a morning person. I don't know why things change, you know? Well, I know you're a morning person because you've been in radio most of your life and probably a lot of morning shows and stuff. But that's not really makes a morning person. I'm saying when you open those beautiful eyes of yours in the morning, are you gonna, <laughs> do you have that coffee before you can communicate? Are you angry or kind of a little surly? Or do you just jump, pop out of bed and boy, you're a chipper little man? First thing I do when I get out of bed, I splash water in my face, you know, just to get the sleep boogers out of my eyes. Yeah, right? baby. Okay. I'm pretty quiet in the morning. I don't really talk that much. I'm not surly. I'm not angry. I'm just getting things going, getting the cobwebs out. I'm not that talkative. Is your lovely wife a morning person? More so than me. I'm a morning person. My wife can't stand that I'll wake up and be all chipper and start talking like a million miles. And she's still, you know, but the the U.S. News and World Report just did a study and they found out that if you're a morning person, and I mean morning person, that you get up, you're happy, you don't have, you have increased productivity. Productivity. Productivity, self-discipline, more energized sense of satisfaction, more family time, you stay ahead of the world and you thrive in a distraction-free environment, meaning that, you know, there's no distractions bite when you're out there in the morning by yourself. Also, you're thinner, safer drivers, happier, exercise more constantly, and better in school. Not how they figure all this out by being a morning person, but that's what they say. What do you think? If they say so. <laughs> I think there's two kinds of people, happy morning people, and cranky morning people that fantasize about killing happy morning people, right? Well, yeah, well, like my wife, she doesn't like the way I'm so happy in the morning. She says, if you want to see a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed person in the morning, go find a squirrel. That's what she tells me. <laughs> you might be happy to do that, knowing you. You're a nut job. She says, rise if I have to, shine, it ain't happening. Rise if you have to, shine, it ain't, ain't happening. happening. Is that our next morning show <laughs> yes, it is. slogan? Yes. If you get a good seven, seven and a half hour sleep, you should be happy when you wake up, right? Right. You know what I've noticed, especially during like daylight savings time hours, you know, when you're waking up and it's still dark outside, you just don't want to get up, right? Yeah. I like to wake up to the sun. <laughs> I'm hearing a Beatles song in my mind right now. <laughs> Which one is it? Come on. Here comes the sun. Don't get me singing. I'm not Yeah, gonna... nobody ever said you could sing. Right. I didn't want your karaoke version, okay? But my wife will always tell me, never trust anybody who can smile before 8 o'clock. That's not right, is it? That's not right. She doesn't trust anybody, especially (laughs) you. (laughs) I can think of some people who operate on four or five hours sleep, get up in the middle of the night and start tweeting. Right. And they're just the opposite of everything else that you just said. They're fat. They're stupid. (laughs) Orange. And they're orange, right. (laughs) And who would that be? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. Tom and Mike. The Russians are mortal enemy. I I guess they are. I don't know. They have two new warships, and they're these new sophisticated, ultra-modern warships, and they're fitted with non-lethal weapons that induce hallucinogenics and make enemies want to vomit. Wow, that is weirdness. It could cause troops to miss targets by blinding them, including delirious conditions and making them want to be sick all the time. Now, a lot of people are trying to figure out what this is. I'm saying they project some kind of device that a new Adam Sandler movie coming out. Maybe that's it. 
New Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. You really don't like him. No, do I really don't. <laughs> I want to know, are we doing as much as they are doing as far as stuff coming out? And, you know, they're they're hacking, they're doing all this cyber warfare. Please tell me that we're doing the same kind of things and we have the same kind of sophisticated system, don't you think? I have no idea. I just know that we spend about 10 times more than anybody in the world combined on our military. So we should have all the bells and whistles, right? Right. This new weapon they have, flashing lights, blindness, and vomiting, right? Maybe a good pair of sunglasses will stop this weapon. Sunglasses? Yeah, put on a good pair of sunglasses. Oh. What do you think? Never thought of that. <laughs> but, I mean, it seems like these Russians are really... <laughs> you're, you're a strange person. You, you know, know I'm not. <laughs> you're strange. Well, you get a story and you try and work with uh, it, right? You're working with it, okay. <laughs> right? Okay, if you say so. Just tell me we're developing stuff that they have, that we're doing the same kind of things. Make me feel better when I put my head to sleep. I'll make you feel better. We're, you, we're doing you know, it? We're doing it. And not only that, I'm actually becoming, in a positive way, a victim of the weapon here. Because you know what I'm doing right now? What? I'm actually hallucinating that you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Mike. I got a question for you. Go ahead. Why does buying a tiny home, you would think that would be a great idea, right? Because you can save space, you can save your footprint on the planet. But I want to know why buying a tiny home might not be such a good idea. Well, first of all, have you seen these TV shows? You don't watch the home and the HGTV, do you? No. How do you like the way I just pulled that out of my yin-yang? I love it, buddy. Yeah, see, I knew that you were prepared with an answer. So go for it. There's a whole a show called... Tiny homes where people, mostly millennials, because they're called generation rent, they don't like to own something. And you can get a tiny home now, or anywhere from 15,000 all the way up to 100,000. But most of them are in around the 25,000. Have you seen these things, Thomas? That you can buy? Yeah, these tiny homes. Yeah, I've seen some. They, they are really, really tiny. Well, yeah, but they're amazing. And this little tiny, I mean, it's smaller than a trailer. And They'll have an upstairs loft area. They depreciate in value. They don't go up in value. You know, it's always a hard place to find where you're going to put them. Yeah, you where are you going to find a buyer for a teeny tiny home? Plus, you, if you go to the bathroom right next to the kitchen, that doesn't work all the time, does it? No, no, especially if you're cooking something. Oh, yeah, no. But, but people like, I mean, these millennials, they like living off the grid. It's not marketable. If they ever want to sell, and it's too small for a lot of people. Plus, I watch the show sometimes. And they'll have a family of five living in this thing. You know, they're, they're small kids, but still, they're not going to be small kids forever. And then they want to go sell this thing. What are they going to do? Yeah. How many bedrooms in a 500 square foot? Two. Okay. It's amazing what they do with space. Like they'll make steps up to the loft and the steps all be like drawers for all your stuff. And then everything opens up where you put other, I don't know. It's kind of amazing how they design these things, but you couldn't get me to talk. I mean, man, talk about cabin fever. Jeez, five people in a family, 500 square foot. Welcome to prison. Right. Tiny homes for tiny people. Well, that's one thing we don't have in this country is tiny people. It should be big homes for big people. You obviously don't watch my favorite reality show. What's that? The Little Couple. <laughs> I no. love that show. But they're both very successful, and they have a huge home. But they built their home for their own you know, personal space. So the doorknobs are lower. Right. And, you know. How do they, where do they make their money that you said they do? Good? The woman is a doctor and the man, they just depict him as a businessman. So 
He's sort of like Donald Trump mini me. <laughs> yeah, he's an investor. He's a businessman. Yeah, if you ever look up a description for what Donald Trump does, it's just businessman. Right. 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 And now we learn with all the executive time <laughs> exactly what kind of business he's doing, right? Uh, the business of the people, right? By the way, speaking of which, you know, just for fun, just for uh giggles right and we're not going to mention anybody's name here but i'm just curious when you hear the following symptoms you know there's something called narcissistic personality disorder npd okay Uh uh-huh now when i give you the following symptoms tell me if there's anybody in particular that you think of now we can't say this person's name because obviously you know some people feel at least 30% of the country feel very strongly in a positive way about this person. So we we don't want to offend them because we love them too, don't we? Oh, yes, we do. Anyway, NPD, exaggerated sense of self-importance. Have a sense of entitlement and require constant excessive admiration. Anybody we know or know of, expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it. Hello, exaggerate achievements and talents, preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or being perfect. I know more than, okay, believe they are superior and can only associate with equally superior people or special people. Mm -hmm. Like little rocket man. (laughs) That's who I thought you were talking about. Anyway, monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people they perceive as inferior, you know, like crooked Hillary. Right. Expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Take advantage of others to get what they want, being a bully, envious I, of others and believe others envy them. I think I'm going to play, Alex, for $20. I know this one. Okay, no, we're not, to, we're not right, going to play I, that game. I know who it is, though. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Insist... On having the best of everything. Biggest crowds, right? Biggest crowds. Best stake. Biggest buildings. Best university. Behave in an arrogant or haughty manner, coming across as conceited, boastful, and pretentious. Who could this be? I bet they like to put their name on things, too, don't they? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's (laughs) another one here. Become impatient or angry when they don't get what they want. Have significant interpersonal problems and easily feel slighted. Right. React with rage and anger when they don't get what they want. I mean, this is a sickness. This is a disease. That's right, buddy. And this is from the Mayo Clinic. And what it says is, this is something that starts at childhood. And if you don't get help after you're out of childhood, you're really still acting like a child the rest of your life. And there really is no cure. What's the end result of all this? Well, I would say losing an election. (laughs) Self-destruction. There you go. Okay, we're seeing it play out, aren't we? Tom and Mike. Over the past few months, I've been talking about millennials, and they get a bad rap because one of the raps on millennials is they're lazy. When you say they, you know, you're talking about me, buddy. Right. You're not talking about yourself because no, you're, but, 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 you're but, too old. Full disclosure, I'm not a millennial, and neither are you, but we're not that far off. No. And, we, and we're we, never going to tell you how old we are. And we're young at heart, right? Yes, we are. So anyway, this is a myth about millennials being lazy. First of all, they make on the average more money at their age than Gen Xers, 
or baby boomers at the same age. Brookings estimates the millennials will comprise 75% of the U.S. workforce by just 2025, right? 75%? Right. Wow. People laugh because they think they're entitled, but here's the thing. When things are invented and they take advantage of it, is there something wrong with that? Because why wouldn't they take advantage of things that are invented as they come along, right? Right. So that's one of the things that I don't understand why they're taking criticism for this. Because, you know, you would do the same thing if when you were a kid and you got this great, you know, internet or whatever, or iPad or phone, and you would take advantage of it. That's all they're doing. They're stepping right into these Do you ever watch that TV show Shark Tank? Yes, I love it. Yeah, there's a lot of millennials that come on with the greatest ideas. In fact, some I want to invest in. There's a guy out of Cleveland that has come up with an idea. This is so clever. It's the autonomous lawnmower. Right. And basically, you rent the equipment. You never own it. And the idea is, okay, you're paying maybe $50 a week for a lawn service, right? Uh-huh. He's targeting these people that you know have lawn services at 50 bucks a week. Would you pay 19 or $20 a week to have the equipment right there? And it just constantly mows your lawn. You have a fresh cut lawn all the time where it's sort of parked somewhere out of sight by your house. It just goes out and mows the lawn constantly. So you always have a fresh cut lawn. Isn't that a great idea? You know that thing that does your rugs, the vacuum cleaner, the rumba? What it, what yeah, call yeah. It? It's the same kind of concept, right? Right. I think there's all kinds of weird things that could happen with that, though. If some kid runs in front of it when you're not watching or something like that. I don't know. I didn't explain myself with the millennials very well. Let me just say this. They aren't lazy. They've been given technology by previous generations, and they know how to leverage it. That's all it is. Well, Tom. no, they're coming up with the technology, too. Right. Look at that genius millennial uh, who invented Facebook. What's his name? Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. I don't yeah. like him. I don't like him either. <laughs> you, you don't go on Facebook, do you? No. I'm not a Facebook fan either, but for some reason, people feel like I need to go there. So I go there every once in a while. I don't have time, number one. And number two, people are just so self-absorbed and full of themselves. You start reading the kind of comments they're making about the dumbest things. Right. Right. Is this what you do to pass the time? Right. You could be up in the middle of the night tweeting about something important, all because of this great technology. Don't you think sometimes... Our technology is holding us back more than pushing us forward. Yep. I want to go back to the, like the Amish live. No electricity. Churn that butter with hand. No radio. Oh, no. we got to have radio. Yeah, you got to have radio. got to have radio. Yeah. How's the radio going to work if there's <laughs> no electricity? Come on. Right. Tom and Mike. Two strippers got in a fight. And where else? Florida. And then it got weird, right? So these two strippers are working at a gentleman's club. They got in a fight. One of them knocks the other one down, starts kicking her. And that's not all. She took it to another level. She grabbed the electrical meter boxes on the side of a wall. She ripped that out and threw it at her and hit her in the head with it. Wow. Yeah, baby. Took out the light in the gentleman's club. Now, took a couple mug shots with these women. Man, <laughs> they should have the lights off all the time. These are some hard-looking women. <laughs> hey, what do you need headlights for when, you, when you've got them built right into your body? Right. That was a joke. Here's a joke. Nobody works harder than an ugly stripper. You knew that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. She Think gotta, about she that. She got to work it, baby. She <laughs> got to work that thing. She has other assets. Emphasis on the assets. I remember you told me one time, you said, nothing throws a stripper off her routine like calling out her real name. Remember when you told me that? <laughs> yeah. Tom and Mike. 
Don't you hate it when you go to a, a Sam's Club and around the back in a tent is a guy selling meth? There's a guy in the back of a <laughs> Sam's Club selling a meth, meth? In Newport News, Virginia, a meth lab was found in a tent behind Sam's Club. I guess he knows his market, small business owner, right? Right. I read this and I say, you know, Sam's Club is not where meth users shop. It's where meth makers shop because where else can you going to find four gallons of acetone for $11, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tom and Mike.